This Fresh to Death podcast has been brought to you by Big Dreams and Little Penises. When I get that feeling, I want motherfucking sexual healing, motherfucker. Would it be kids, huh? Cold chilling on the one time, Yeah, we've already wasted 13 minutes. Here we go. Hey, man, what's up? It's Dougie Fresh. I am here with my man, Micah. Going on? And Yeah, talk to him. Tell him something. They already know about me. Yeah, uh, my name's Micah. I'm just a small-town Kansas kid sitting in my dorm. <laughs> <laughs> That's all there is to me. Uh, until you're 21, you can go to the bars. Yeah, I mean, that'll spruce some things up a little bit. <laughs> uh, I remember college being so much fun. Yeah, we 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 have some fun here and there. I bartended for a party here this last weekend, and it was pretty nice. Listen, buddy, bartending is the best job you could possibly have in school. Oh, it's funner than shit. Oh man, you will have chicks the whole time you're there. It's it's a good time. Meet a lot of good people. Oh yeah, I kept having this one dude come up. And I guess he had a friend that was kind of babysitting him or some shit. And his friend came up and he was like, yeah, he's going to come over. and He's going to keep asking for shots. Just start giving him water after like one or two shots. He ain't going to tell the difference. And I was like, all right. And so I gave him a couple shots and he's like, another one. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And I gave him a, a water shot and he, he just spat it on the ground. He's like, that's fucking water. What the fuck? And, I was like, and then I just lied to him. I was like, well, we're out of hard alcohol, man. I mean, what else do you want to take a shot of? And he's like, you got any beer? And I was like, yeah, we got beer. I can get you some beer. And so this motherfucker just sat there and he was doing beer shots. And I was like, if that ain't the most pointless goddamn thing I have ever seen. Wow. The shotgun of goddamn beer. Why are you doing beer shots? Right. Man, I know a lot of people with alcohol problems. I never heard of them shooting beer. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, I guess if that's what he vibes with, I, that's what he vibes with. I, hey, I'm not here to to judge anyone. Yeah. Lord forbid somebody judge me. <laughs> <laughs> Come down with all kinds of rulings. Shit, you can't even breathe without being judged in college. Oh, I think it's way better than being in, in high school. Uh, to a point. I mean, there's still some drama and bullshit that goes on here. I mean... The floor I'm on, we have, I think we have like six people leaving our floor at semester. And it's all the people that caused the drama too. But I, I think yeah. some of them I think are leaving for their sororities. I'm, I'm on a co-ed floor, so it's guys and girls. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> boy. No, trust me, it's not <laughs> as beneficial as you think it is. Really? Well, it's a bunch of Democrats. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> no, there, there's some that... They, I mean, there's some. I I tend not to judge people by their political bias. I mean, shit. If right. people judge me by my political bias, and I'd have next to no friends here. Uh, That's why I would probably keep my mouth shut, personally. For the most part, I do. Uh, I think the only person I have a friend that's kind of from my hometown. He's like next to my hometown. Mm. Uh, he knows about it. My RA knows about it because we're the same and. I'm pretty sure the girls in the room next to me have heard me talking about it sometime sooner or sometime earlier, so they probably know. It's probably why they hate me. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though, that we have to almost be secretive about our political beliefs? Oh, it's, it's sadder than shit. I should not have to feel uh, damn near 
what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, threatened? Om- almost threatened. Yeah. Uh, we had an issue here a while back. Uh, I actually had to report someone because I overheard them, and uh, they were threatening a guy on her floor that's a Republican. And she was just going on and off about it, and I was like, just because he's a Republican that's setting you off that much, like you have to have that much hatred just because he doesn't have the same beliefs. Like <laughs> I was like, listen, bitch, we're in America. We are allowed to have our own opinions and beliefs and express them in a way that we feel fit as long as it's not violent. Sure. That is the most amazing thing about the United States of America. Even though we're not, we're not even. I don't. I wouldn't even call it the United States of America anymore. Honestly, that doesn't even make what sense. I don't know what the fuck I would call it. <laughs> it's weird. I'll call I mean, it the states yeah, I, of problems. Listen, you could have whatever opinion you want. You can have the weirdest thoughts. I, that's fine. Play like, the fucking your, dope for all I choice. care. Right. You know, don't push them on me. You know what I mean? And don't don't freak out about my beliefs and I'll leave you alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's all be friends and hang out. We don't have to, you know, join hands in hand and sing Kumbaya and praise Joe Biden. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, you do you, I'll do me. But not, not that's only not that, how like, it is. And there, there's a strong difference between pushing your beliefs and just expressing. Expressing is just, you know, uh, bringing up a, you know, like something political gets brought up and you're just like, oh, well, this is just kind of how I feel about it. And yada, yada. And like, that's expressing. Pushing mm-hmm. is burning fucking cities and and <laughs> taking over multiple blocks of Seattle. Like, that's pushing. Let's be honest. Trying to kidnap the governor of different states. <laughs> <laughs> they just uh, tried to get our governor, uh, Mike DeWine. Just yesterday, they arrested this group. Oh, wait, dead ass? That, that's. Yeah, this uh, this woman, go. They all go to the state house, and she swears in to uphold the Constitution as the governor of Ohio, of Ohio and they arrested him. <laughs> it was it was documented. They they tried to recruit this guy to to help, and uh, he contacted authorities and let them know what was going on. So when they were out there doing their thing, well, they came and arrested him. So they just tried to to put themselves in office kind of thing like what so like this chick tried to put uh-huh. herself in office yeah bitch that ain't how it works right <laughs> <laughs> well if you're, if you're plotting this just kidnap the governor then you're not all there anyways no you're not there's something <laughs> you probably don't know how it works something absolutely fucking delusional with you if you think that's how 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 the world works <laughs> oh, i don't care yeah. who you are yeah Oh, it's, it's just something special, man. Like, but that's 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 how strongly people feel. That that's where we're at right now. You know, the, the sad thing is, is you can do a, a lot with strong beliefs. You can you can push them in a really good way and make a lot of good change with it. But you can Absolutely. also do a lot of harm with it. And I honestly, I feel like that's what a lot of the Democratic Party and people who believe in the Democratic ideology are doing. They're doing harm rather than good. If they switch this sure. this whole social issue over uh, equality in our country, because I don't believe necessarily that there's systematic racism, but without a doubt, there's definitely racism. Sure. But the, the fact about racism is you will never, ever, ever kill racism. There will always be somebody out there that's going to be racist. So stop pretending, stop pretending that electing Joe Biden for president is going to end fucking racism. It's not. No, hell no. So don't, they don't for, even start there. He's, no, he's guilty of talking all kinds of racist shit. 
Yeah, if if you don't if you don't uh what was the one? If you don't vote for Biden, you're not black. Yeah. What the hell does your vote have to do any have anything to do with your race? If he wasn't running for president, he would have had the freaking ball dropped on him. Like Well, if he wasn't something. a Democrat, he would have had the ball dropped. Imagine if Trump said something like that. If you don't vote oh, for Trump, you ain't black. It would be over with. Hey, do me a favor. Um, you got your phone handy? Yeah. Go ahead and put in the in the search engine. I was I was looking up gifts and uh in Messenger to send. Yeah. Messing around. Type in uh black pride and tell me what comes up. In Messenger or in like Google? Yeah. Messenger. Just like act like you're sending me a message and oh, messenger. Can I can I get a, can I like swipe out of this and we'll keep going? I'm pretty sure. Let's find out. Hey. <laughs> trial and error, bro. Shit, it does. I like it. Yeah, I figured it would. I found this kind of interesting, actually. Black Pride. What am I looking for here? The pictures to come up. Meme, they're like memes and stuff like that. I'm loving the uh, fascist fist here. <laughs> like... But like it, it's it cool if up. you want to have like some kind of a gesture to symbolize your movement, but why would you go with one that's often associated with fascism? Exactly, well, they are. <laughs> like they, I mean, well, listen, Black Lives Matter. The founders will tell you that they are versed in socialism. Oh my god! They they've taken classes like they they are they are socialists. They'll tell you they're not even afraid to hide it. That's just ridiculous. It is. But you see, it's 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 just it's you know Black Lives Matter memes and stuff like that. Now type in white white pride. White pride. Oh, Watch what happens there. This can't be good. Mm-hmm. Just little little things you find out and learn along the way. I see interesting. A lot of stuff about gay. LGBT stuff, isn't it? Yeah. It's LGBT stuff and more black pride stuff. Well, keep in mind, we are on Facebook. Uh, oh, I know. A social media site that loves to, to censor anything that doesn't uh, underline their agenda. Right. But isn't that crazy? I think there's, no, there's no LGBT stuff when you type in black pride. At least not on mine. I just find, I found that, you know, it's. I mean, it's not like I advocate for white no, pride. Because, not at all. I'm not telling people you know, to do such. I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah. making an example. And this shows you how much social media, Google and everybody else is influencing people's beliefs. Oh, shit. You can see that if you follow anything that supports Trump on Facebook, if you follow any of that shit, mm-hmm. uh, almost every single, oh, oh, shit. What is it? Students for Trump. Uh, if you follow that. If you go and look on their page and look at all the video posts they have that have Trump's face in mm-hmm. them, they all have the same fact check. And it's all about the one about Trump or uh, Biden calling soldiers losers. <laughs> Every single one. It's like, how are you fact? This has nothing to do with that. How are you fact checking with that point? Well, listen, bud, you go to uh, Glenn Beck's site, uh, The Blaze, uh-huh. and they have documents to lead you back. It'll show you that Facebook is basically. The fact check. They completely support them monetarily. That is, oh, that's I, I would not doubt that. 
You can definitely see that because, like, none, none of Joe Biden's shit gets fact-checked. Only Trump's does. Right. I mean, it's the same thing you see with Twitter and Twitter uh, banning and censoring the New York Post for the articles they had against Hunter Biden. Like, there's no doubt that the social media plays hand in hand with uh, interfering in political elections. They think that it can influence up to like seven or eight percent of, of you know, of the vote. Like, that's a big that's a big swing. No, that's the problem. They can. Oh, absolutely. That's a huge problem. Absolutely. It's just like our our regular old news media yeah man i remember when when i took journalism when i was in college for at least a year and you it's non-biased you're not supposed to have an opinion you're supposed to report on the facts you're supposed to get the facts to the people so they have the best information possible that way the majority of america can can cast a vote and put the person in power that will lead the majority of America, that will support the majority of America. Absolutely. It is messy, man. It's, <laughs> it's really messy. I don't know. Uh, I, I made the podcast that I just recently put out. It was published this morning, uh, this Monday morning at 8. Uh, I, I made a point in there about, like, like I love kids, and I've, I've always wanted to have kids of my own. It's kind of a dream of mine which sounds weird for an 18 year old uh, but i anymore after like all this stuff has started going down i would feel so goddamn guilty if i brought a life into this world in this, in, in this state yeah uh, I, I would feel so guilty and i feel so bad for that kid because i know when i'm gone that kid is gonna have a hell of a life even when i'm still alive that kid's gonna have a hell of a life our future is gonna be rough for these kids uh if you if, if you're a, a white straight kid, man, you're the minority now. No, well, it's not even that. It's just you're fucked if you're a white straight kid because he's gonna go through his life and being told he's a a racist, privileged white person. Yeah, I've had that happen to me so many times here. I had a I had a girl and she she was all even but white, and this made no sense to me. But she just kept on calling me a, a racist pig, saying I was privileged, and I was like. Right. So, you know, someone just kind of handed me a business and told me what to do. And someone just handed me a bunch of money to, to play with, play with stocks and lose money and, and learn the hard way and all that shit. You know, like, I, you know, we grew up and my dad was a, a traveling trucker and he worked for Wind Farm. And I barely got to see my dad and my mom was a traveling nurse up until she had a bike accident in 2017. And my sister basically rose, like raised all of us kids. Yeah, I'm a privileged white person. <laughs> Bullshit. Get out of here with that. No doubt. I don't want to hear it. We all have the same opportunities. We can all go to school. We can all get scholarships. We can all apply for grants. You know, it just de- it depends on how much work you put into it. Yes, there is still racism, and yes, there are people out there that will do separate things because you know, especially older generations. Older generations still struggle with this, but they also grew up in that kind of a condition where that was okay. Absolutely. I'm an 18-year-old. I grew up loving every person around me unless you tell me or prove to me that I should not love you or care for you as I would everybody else. There it is. I, I have people that have literally like spat at my feet and, and told me this and that, and they've, came, they've come back and said, you know, I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry about this. I really need help with this. And I've helped them. It's amazing. Because, you know, I mean, that's just being a human. You know, you fuck up. You make mistakes make your amends and, and keep living. Yep. Learn. You learn from your mistakes. 
but it's the people that's the people that continue doing them and they never want to come back and and those are the people that i i don't end up loving but because you're black why why would your the color of your skin ever ever determine that what's inside of you it it shouldn't and people just assume that that's how you are and it's bullshit and it pisses me off and that's one of the things that is starting to make me not really like the majority of america it's just sad yeah, if you're white you're racist that's how it seems yeah pretty much Especially if you if you support uh, the Republican Party, that automatically, no matter what color you are, makes you racist. For sure. I watched this one video, and it was a bunch of uh, there was some black people, and they were supporting Trump, and other black people were calling the black people racist. And I was like, "What? Yeah. Excuse me. How does like, what's your actual agenda here? Like, what are you doing? No, I know. <laughs> it's amazing. And don't get like, don't get me wrong. Donald Trump, he's not the smartest guy on earth. Personally, I actually wish Pence was running for president. If Pence was running, then I, you know, that administration would have a lot more of my support. Sure. Uh, but you know, Trump's also not a bad president. The work he does does not, or how should I say that? What he says or what he tweets or whatever else does not really get in line with the work he actually does. Right. But at the same time, you know, you are the president of the most powerful country in the world. You do have to kind of hold yourself to a different standard. Uh, that's just not I who mean, he is. No. And that, that's fine. He's, well, he's not a politician. Well, look, everybody's making this about his character and Biden's character. They're voting on character now. Our country yeah, isn't run by character. Our country is run by common sense. And, and it's just, you know, because he's, in your eyes, a bad person or he does this and that okay well what are the ramifications on you if he is in office because of his character you know what i mean like how is it going to hurt yeah. you it's not how is biden's actions going to hurt you it, there's many ways obviously well for both sides there's many ways i mean um i mean there's very few ways and for especially for like college kids i don't know why college kids get so invested in this and destroy relationships and and turn themselves to be some kind of political mortar or martyr <laughs> uh but there's not a lot of instances where president's policies really affect people my age you're right there's not you're right a lot of people's political views change as they get older because they're trying yeah. to protect protect the investment they made on themselves oh yeah and if you're if you're looking into things like 401k or pension plans or health insurance and, and stuff like that, then that's when you should probably be a little bit more invested in politics. And, you know, but that does not change the fact that you should bring, you know, social relationships into it at all. Sure. Uh, but yeah, like very few instances at the age of 18 through 24 of a, of a college student will politics really make that big of an impact on your life. Mm hmm. It's more of your pride that you're worried about being damaged or your e your ego, not your pride, that you're worried about being damaged. Well, so you've got these kids. They go off to school. It's their first time they've ever been out in the world by themselves. They're very susceptible to opinions, and, and they're looking for an identity. Well, you've got mm -hmm. people. You've got both sides, Republicans and Democrats, that go to college campuses and try and recruit these kids that have the wild eyes, man, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's just new to them, and they want to grab onto something. Well, we've got this, and we've got this, and this is how it is. And if it appeals to them, they're going to grab on with, with both hands and go with it. Mm. And they're trying to find themselves. 
Um, and that's that's why Antifa and and these you know extreme groups go to colleges because that that they can get these kids. They can recruit the shit out of them. Oh yeah, I, I tell you, I I've actually been seeing kind of a correlation between uh, college and democratic and the democratic party in general. I guess their ideologies. Of it's ninety five percent left in college. It's, well, it's not, it's not really just that, but if you actually kind of like pay attention about a college campus, and I'll give you some examples here in a minute, a college campus is just kind of like a socialist community. Mm-hmm. They claim everything's free, even though you're paying almost $20,000 to do it for three quarters of the year, <laughs> which is a lot. If you're lucky, that's all it costs. Yeah, if, if you're lucky, and I'm only going to a D2 school and my tuition's like 18 grand. Yeah. KU and K-State, which are the two big schools, uh, bigger, biggest schools in Kansas, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot more. And those yeah, are state they, schools. They tell you all these things are free, and, and on campus you get, uh, well, we actually get pretty good, like, quote-unquote, free health care. It's not free. Uh, <laughs> they make you think should that still you're, be like, your parents. Should be, yes. Uh, what I mean by, quote-unquote, free health care is uh, for kids who are out of that that range or aren't on their parents or anything like that right uh for instance i i fell in my dorm here a month or so back and i hurt i hurt my knee and my foot really bad and i was getting ready to go to the hospital my RA was like well go to the wellness center it's free they can do x-rays and everything and whatever else you need and i was like well shit i'll just do that and i won't have to deal with any like i won't have to worry about getting my insurance out or anything like that or calling my parents and saying you know what do i need to do i just go there and they just do it Mm mm-hmm and and that already is like a perfect example of you know how college campus kind of simulates socialism, and I I think that's why we're getting so many you know uh, look at the statistics. There's more kids going to college nowadays than there was you know back in the day, quote unquote. Sure. Uh, so you're having a lot of people come out of college with these ideas, and they want to keep living the way they've been. Yeah. Really low cost food or quote unquote free food. Uh, I think they tell us that our meals cost us a dollar a day. But my meal plan for ESU is $3,500 a semester. Um, the free healthcare bullshit, you pay for that in your tuition and fees. Mm-hmm. They think that housing, and I, and I will give it to them, living in a college dorm, especially if you can get FAFSA to pay for it, yeah. is actually really beneficial because you don't get to pay utilities and all this other shit. And they, they clean bathrooms and stuff for you. I'm not it, like it's nice, yes, but you're still paying for it. Sure, and and I think that's why we're getting such a larger population of this democratic ideology of of, of students having that democratic ideology is because they grew up in an environment like this for four or six years, depending on what your major is. And that's such a great point. Like that. I never never thought of that, and I've never had that brought to my attention. But that is that's a really good point, man. Yeah, it is just, you know, I was looking at the, the finances of my tuition and <laughs> I, I kind of noticed the correlation between the two. And I'm like, you know, I should probably talk about this sometime sooner or later, because I do think this is a really big reason why we're seeing a large increase in Democratic voters and people who believe in the Democratic ideology. And it's just it has nothing to do with facts or anything. It's just they want to keep living like that. So they're going to go with whoever says they can keep living like that even if the people that say they can keep living like that have not done shit to even bring life close to that. Right. And that's a good thing. We don't want that to, because everybody will pay for it. Even the people that want to live the way they're living now, we will all fucking pay for it. Yep. 
If Biden point. raises taxes on even the slightest things on corporations, if Biden raises any taxes on corporations, cost of good go cost of goods go up, wages go down, <laughs> employment possibly goes down because people don't want to have as many people hired. Yeah. Uh, in turn, taxes go up because the cost of good goes up. The the sales tax goes up too. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say there's a ten percent tax increase on uh, on big corporations. Well, overall, the consumer's probably going to pay. I don't know what ten to fifteen percent markup on on products at the very least. Like in, like in total, and that's not including anything about job loss or. Uh, pay cuts or anything like that the the normal person so me you just the normal people out on the street living their life trying to get it trying to get away spends about 90 percent of their salary yeah spends i've seen like 94 percent. like it's, it's really yeah. high yeah it's, it's pretty high but that, that's how we live and we don't make that much and it, life is expensive mm-hmm. so what the, we learn to live like that that's how we're raised and that's that's what we're told to do sure uh, people making, I think it was people making upwards of over four hundred thousand dollars a year, only spend about sixty. The cost of living is the same for everyone. So why why are you gonna why are you gonna up taxes on people who are spending ninety percent just to live how they are now? <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense to me. I mean, come on. That's the biggest one of the biggest reasons I'm voting for Trump because he understands that. Yeah, and and people ask me, they're like, "Why are you voting for Trump?" And I'm like. Cause I want to live how, how I'm living now. Like my life has improved in the last four years. I don't know about you. And so 56% of Americans say the same thing. They're better off now than they were four years ago. My favorite is when people try to come back and say, Oh, well that's just a runoff from the Biden, uh, Obama administration. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> Hang on. What? How is that? <laughs> the runoff was four years ago. <laughs> it, it, if you don't have an argument, man, then make something up. <laughs> that's that's kind of how they do it. I just love, I, I love talking to you know. I I have some Democratic friends. The co-host on my show, he's he's not necessarily Democrat. He's an environmentalist, and I don't really get that. But you, you know, know I, mean? I like the guy. He's a he's a good guy. Sure, and, and, and it I'm goes proud. back to judging someone by their character. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. I'm, I'm proud to have him on my show. He brings a lot to the table. Um, we talk about it from time to time, and I don't really understand half the shit he says about environmentalism, but I listen because, you know, if I was talking about being a Republican, I'd want him to listen. And, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just I don't. It's rare. It's rare to find someone with opposing beliefs that will just sit there, listen, and hear your side and then they explain their side and then you go, Hey, you want to go do this? Let's go be friends. Yeah. Let's go be normal human beings. (laughs) It's rare. It is rare now. And it's sad. Well, you know, when I was in school, I, I was a hippie. Like I, I got into the jam band scene and my good friends played in this band and, and I, I was, I was still a Republican, but I didn't, you know, it wasn't a strong belief or whatever, but now, 20 years later I'm talking to them and we're so far apart you know just completely um mm-hmm. I've got a good friend of mine who basically said if you're voting for Trump then I'm deleting you as my friend on Facebook yeah I've seen a bunch of shit like that <laughs> it's amazing 
but that's, that's just how strongly people feel. Like, you, know, you want to know what I tell people who say that? What? I say, I won't delete you, but you can go ahead and unadd me. Right. Yeah. And that's the mature way to go about it. Yeah. But that's, I don't want to delete them because they're beliefs, but if they feel that strongly that they need to delete me just because my beliefs, then they're not my friend anyway. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I was watching the debate the other night and Trump looked so much more polished and came across so well, you know, compared to he the first one. Well. He looked, he, he actually, he matured. It was very mm-hmm. surprising. And uh, my dad said, I wonder if this will swing anybody's, you know, thought process. And I said, you know what? Joe Biden could kill babies on live TV and they'll still vote for him. <laughs> oh, my God. I had a Democratic friend and I asked her about the Hunter Biden scandal and all that. She's like, yeah, that's bad, but I'm still voting for Biden. And I was like, what? Yeah. There's literally a perfect uh, example of corruption in the in the, the highest office of federal government. <laughs> and you're still going to support the person that supported that scandal. What? It, it could have been a worse <laughs> scandal. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. Oh, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's almost, it's, it's damn right. It's damn down comical, but at the same time, it's the saddest thing ever. It is. And, but I, I want to sit back and be like, okay, well, what am I missing? You know what I'm saying? Like I support something that so many people absolutely fucking just look at the other way. Like it's yeah. that bad. And I, I don't know. Like, both sides will listen to their media source and not even question it. Mm. You know, if, if MSNBC says that Donald Trump did this, blah, 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 it, it doesn't matter. That's what, it's what happened in their eyes. But it's the same way on our side, too. Yeah. Fox News. That's why I, I honestly, if I watch any kind of news or, you know, Trump's having a speech or something like that, uh, I watch C-SPAN. C-SPAN doesn't have any news anchors or anything that... Or, well, I don't know if they do, honestly. I, I watch them, and as soon as the, the live viewing of whatever he says is over, I shut the damn thing off. That's all I want to hear. I want to hear exactly what he says, or I want to hear exactly what Biden says, or whoever the fuck's talking. Shut that shit right off. I don't want to hear that person's opinion. Right, you don't need to analyze that for me. I'll do it myself. I'll let my own brain do the thinking. <laughs> if more people did that, we'd be in a much better position. I bet there would be a lot less percentage of voters out there voting for Biden if they did that. Absolutely. Listen to Biden speak, shut that shit off. Listen to Trump speak, shut that shit off. Yep. Yep. <laughs> People have lost their, their own free will, and they've willingly given it up. They're, they're fools for doing it. They, they start letting people do the thinking for them, and they're just like, yep, okay, I'll go with that. You know what that means, don't you? It means we're all well on our way to socialism already. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's that's a big part of it. Do not question the authorita. <laughs> Are you questioning my authorita? Are you? Not question my authorita. Respect my authorita. Man. No, I, and I don't want to sound arrogant or anything like that, but I think it's really sad that, you know, I'm an 18-year-old college kid, and I'm seeing things that not even – I have a grandpa, and he's voting for Biden. Love the guy to death. Still my grandpa, still my family, my blood. Love him to death. He's voting for Biden, and sometimes we'll talk about it, and I don't really understand why the fuck he's voting for Biden. And uh, he, he's just so 
blind in my own opinion, I guess he's so blind to the facts behind it. And I asked him, I was like, what do you do in your free time? And he goes, I watch CNN. And I was like, yes. <laughs> stop. Right. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop watching CNN. Stop watching Fox. Stop watching MSNBC and, and ABC and all that shit. What are his reasonings? Oh, a bunch of tax bullshit and this and that. I don't know. Well, see, it's just very hard for, bun- for older people to be against Trump. I've seen quite the opposite. There's a sh- like in Kansas, we're we're a pretty good Republican state, mm-hmm. and you know, you go towards the city, you see a little bit more of the older vote being towards uh, Biden and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't really understand my grandpa. He was a farmer and everything, and you know, Trump's been supporting farmers and helping farmers. And sure. one of the points my grandpa made was. Well, Trump gave farmers money, and I was like, "That's a bad thing." Right. Farmers feed our country. That's one of the things that care farmers about. Farmers need the money. Maybe we should take a little bit of money away from the people who don't want to go out and work just because they don't want to go out and work, <laughs> and take a little bit of money away from the people who are abusing our welfare systems, mm-hmm. and give more to the farmers, if anything. It's the backbone farming of our country, is, man. Like farming, well, is huge. farming is a shit job. It's a giant. Oh, it is, and it's, but it's a giant export, like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's a it's understand? a big thing. <laughs> Farming is what one keeps people alive. Yeah, and, and but it's also farming's a shit job. There's not a lot of like actual wealthy farmers out there, especially if you look into like the whole dairy market. Sure, like dairy in general is just going in the shithole. And it's, it's a it's a crapshoot. One year you can do good, and the next year you're wiped out. Oh yeah. But yeah, he he made this point about, you know, Trump helping farmers out. And I was like, why are you against that? Right. Why was he? Did he say? No. He just said it was bullshit. (laughs) I was like, oh, dude, that's so confusing. (laughs) And I I was asking him and I was like, well, so I asked him if one of his issues with uh, the federal government getting involved in, in, you know, commoners affairs, you know government interference with our everyday lives yada yada he's like well the government should not be handing out money and i was like so why are you a democrat (laughs) there it is (laughs) i was like if anything you should be a libertarian right that would make more sense i could at least vibe with you know libertarian like that's that's sensical to what you're telling me but don't sit here and tell me that you're griping and moaning about the federal government helping out farmers and then say you're a democrat dude that makes no sense the whole democrat ideology is is kind of hand in hand with socialism if not socialism absolutely well at least the extreme left yeah your extreme left is is more socialism you know just your ordinary democrat doesn't necessarily i mean you can't make the assumptions yeah Uh, the extreme is almost marxism yeah (laughs) (laughs) communism i mean tell me a country that communism's worked go ahead i got time (laughs) Jesus, even China's had uh, more capitalistic ideologies. They're straying away from their <laughs> communist ways. Yeah. And you, and you can clearly see it in the way they're doing business worldwide. Sure. Communism doesn't work. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Russia, China, Vietnam, you know, three big countries, all examples. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news. And they all changed. Well, other than China. But Russia yeah. broke up completely and, and made republics in every single one of their, you know, their areas. Uh, I don't know. Russia is still a communist state. 
let's be honest here, Putin's been in power for what, 20, 25 years? Right. And that, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but at least some territories were able to break off and do their own thing. Yeah. But who now, cares socialism, <laughs> I don't really agree with socialism and the fact that, you know, I don't really think government should be that big of a part of everybody's lives. I think people should, for the most part, be able to live their lives with as little government interference as possible. You know, sure. we do need some government interference. Right, but uh, we don't need it to where every single occupation makes the same amount of money. You know, the, the perfect, I tried explaining to my grandpa socialism one time because I don't think he quite understands it. And he, he, we kept calling him a socialist, but like just to fuck with him. <laughs> and, uh, he, he wasn't really understanding it. He's like, well, why do you say that? And the example we gave him is we said, Grandpa, what if you worked 10 years of your life to buy a car that you absolutely love? And I had him give me a car, and he said he wanted to buy a Mustang like he used to have. So I said, what if you worked 10 years of your life, you know, you had to pay all your bills and shit, and you were finally able to buy that Mustang, but you have to share the keys with the two neighbors on each side of your house? <laughs> And one of them hasn't worked for 10 years, and the other one lives off the government and lives in his mom's basement. <laughs> you want to know what he said? He said, I ain't giving him my goddamn keys. And I was like, then you ain't for socialism. Yeah, absolutely. Good example. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I think the main point I was getting away with that was it's really sad that an 18-year-old can see all these issues and, and make correlations, but some of our older generation and stuff like that aren't, aren't able to. And I think that's really sad. That was my whole point of like literally the last 20 minutes. Right. Oh, you're, you're an exception to, you know, what, what's going on. Like, I don't know many 18 year olds that think the way you do and as forward thinking, um, it's, it's rare. <laughs> it is, it's really rare. And, uh, it's, it's rare with people my age and I'm 40, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's, I don't it, it was all in I was raised a certain way too like my my father's very republican my you know he he worked uh for congressman Bob Ney for uh, years and years and years as his uh, health advisor mm. um so he's always been very very big into politics and that's rubbed off on me my brother works for the department of energy he also worked for congressman Ney for quite a while too so it's it's been in, ingrained in my head a little bit um but like i said i went off and i did my my hippie thing and and i have my own beliefs and they, they never pushed their ideals on you know what i mean they didn't say you've got to do yeah. this or this is the way to do it they let yeah. me figure it out for myself and like i said the older i get the more i want to protect what i've worked for and what my family's worked for i think what's going to be really sad is we're going to we're going to start seeing that once our millennials and the generations that's kind of coming out now once they start getting older they're going to kind of see that you know they don't they're, they're not going to protect what i worked with they're just going to take it right and then they're going to kind of switch and then you know it's too late then yeah <laughs> this goes back to, I, I feel sorry for these kids because they don't uh... <laughs> It's mentally <laughs> fatiguing. It is just, just to think about it. I like one of the big things in America that causes a problem is, you know, when we're young and we're, what age we get into high school? Like 14, yeah. you know, 14 through damn near 24 when you get out of college. 
mm-hmm. you're you're taught that you know your age justifies what you're able to do right because you're 18 you can't do this because you're 18 you can't do that because you're 20 you can't do that and i'm not talking about drinking or smoking or doing this or that i'm talking about what you can do with your life what way you can take your life and and one of the things that really pushed me to start my own business is i kept having people tell me you know dude you're 18 years old that's you can't do that this ain't gonna work you don't have the experience and i was like you want to fucking watch me my age doesn't help <laughs> My age is not going to stop me just because I, I'm 18 doesn't mean I can't sit here, get a license business from the, the uh, Kansas government and do my own thing. Sure. You know what? If it fails, if, if, if it fails like you say it's going to fail, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I still learned something from it. And I'll try right. again. I'll try again when I'm ready. That's the beauty of America. We can do that. Oh, yeah. But not for long. And, and that, that, that applies across so many other things, too. Um, jobs. In America, everyone thinks that you have to go to college to get a good paying job. No. no. I'll, I'll be truthfully honest with you. I don't know why the fuck I'm in college. Because you were told that's what you had to do. Or that's what no, my, to par- do. my parents told me they'll love me either way. I was never told I had to go to college. No, I just too. went to college because I, I thought it was... Uh, I thought it would be beneficial, and I thought, you know, the knowledge I'll get from college will help my business along. That's the more what I, I meant, get though. Like, you were, you've been told that it will benefit you. Like, that, that's... Oh, like, yeah. That was my... Opinion. Yeah, without a doubt, I've been, told, I've been told it would benefit me. My, my main concern was I was hoping, you know, if I go through these four years and I pay this close to $80,000 in, in tuition, and maybe I'll come out and it'll help me with, you know, either the business I'm currently running or if this business fails sooner or later, then... A business I'll start later on, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, I guess at that point it's just a risk. It's an investment. It has its risk. It is, but it leaves you so much in debt when you get done. So you're behind oh, yeah. the eight ball when you get out. Luckily, right now, thanks to our government paying for a lot of it, I am actually profiting from going to college. How so? Uh, scholarships. When I first came to ESU, I was having to pay $3,000 out of pocket. The rest was covered by FAFSA through Pell Grants and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got here, they assigned me the presidential scholarship because of my, my ACT score and my, GPA, my cumulative GPA from high school. And then in the School of Business, since I'm a business major, they have separate scholarships. And I won a, it's called the Capital Federal Scholarship, like the Capital Federal Bank supplies it mm-hmm. and it has no constraints all you have to do is um you have to have a certain gpa right uh in, in college it has nothing to do with your past high school college in right. college you have to have a certain gpa i have to write one thank you note and i have to attend one dinner where i get to meet the cfo of capital federal bank that's it if anything i benefit more from from doing it no sa no bullshit I just go to this dinner and I write a letter and they're giving me 10 grand over the next four years. Heck yeah. But it's, it's not all monetary either. You know, your college, you know, you're, you're networking. Um, you're growing as an individual. I'm building an experience here and I, I'm meeting people that may be able to help me later on in life. That's, that's what I'm saying. You're networking the whole time you're there. You're meeting people. Mm-hmm. Meeting people. And these people will be down the road will be presidents of banks and and business owners and things and that's where you get your opportunities. 
And if not, then they may know someone and that still gives you a leg in the door. Right. That's, that's why I was all, you know, you should be, get into a fraternity. That's, fraternity is a good way to, to go about that. Um, I never liked fraternity kids. <laughs> uh, I, I thought about it, but one, they're really fucking expensive. And two, I meet more people in the dorms. You buy fraternity your in a fraternity. Like, that's, it's, it's not a good way to go. Yeah. Um, but with connections and stuff like that, that's, that's a good way to, to meet them. But I'm not going to sit here and rip on the frat boys. <laughs> they need some love them too. They're terrible people, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, that's my opinion on uh, fraternities. Listen, uh, we're going to get cut off here in about two minutes because we can only do an hour at a time. So, you want to take like a 10 minute break, get back on perfume? Yeah, let's do that. All right. I will uh, request you here in a second. Sounds good. All right, buddy. See what up, guys? Dougie Fresh here. Uh, how'd you like that combo right there? That was pretty slick, huh? Uh, Mike is a smart kid, that's for sure. I wish there was more 18 year olds like him, but most of them are sagging their pants and acting stupid. <laughs> The shit, I was sagging my pants and neck suit when I was 18, whatever. Hell, I was doing just 30. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that combo, man. Um, got back on after a short break, and uh, you're about to hear that. But we're just cutting it up, man. Um, we were going to have a little conversation. We didn't know what to talk about, so I just let it ride, man. You know how I do. Flying by the seat of my pants. But uh, I hope you enjoyed that combo, and... Uh, this little segment coming up is kind of funny too we cover some dumb shit but you guys enjoy that and uh stay tuned for my next episode which i did last night i did this yesterday afternoon with micah last night had a kick-ass interview with a couple guys uh jesse and brandon and uh we talked about the state of rap music and hip-hop and uh jesse actually works with up-and-coming independent artists uh, so he's got a great, great outlook, great view, and very informative, man. You guys are going to like that uh, a lot. So I'm going to get that out as well here real soon. Be looking for that. But, guys, thank you so much for your support. Um, come check me out on YouTube. I got all kinds of crazy videos on there. It's DougieFresh420. Come check that out. All right. I will be podcasting at you here soon, man. Y'all be good. Be good to each other. Say hey, Slick. What's good? Oh, you know, checking my text messages and, you know. Got a bunch of hot babes on the line. Man, I wish. Shit. I'm having a dry spell. Sucks getting older, bro. (laughs) Get on Tinder, dog. Yeah, I'll get myself in trouble doing that shit. Oh, fuck. The yeah, I've never actually America. been on Tinder. Have you? Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'm a college kid. I'm a single college kid. Well, in college, you go to the bar and get laid. Yeah, COVID. Oh, that's right. Stupid COVID. God, I can't imagine. You guys even have classes? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's all right. We got parties and shit, too. Yeah, they fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> That's basically been the mindset of fuck it. Right. That's been my mindset for probably 25 years. (laughs) 
<laughs> I ain't been alive that long. Isn't that crazy? I'm an old bastard. Old ass motherfucker. Oh shit, my mom called me. Let me see what her voicemail says. This ought to be interesting. What you talking about, lady? <clears throat> God damn, I gotta call her real quick. You're good. She's, she's out. She's at Costco. I'm like, give me some jeans, man. I don't have any jeans. So just <laughs> tell me what brands I got. I can only imagine what they got at Costco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they adore that place. No, Hello, brother. mother. I forgot. I'm waiting on you to remind me. What? Over again. I'm going to finish this. We're going to record Tuesday. And we're going to jump back. Yeah, I like Nautica. Wednesday. Can you get me like one? Can you get me one light pair and one dark pair? I've got dark. I kind of need the lighter one. Oh, damn, this biscuit actually is pretty good. That'll work. 3630. I don't have any butter. Yeah, I don't have any butter. And none of them fit. They're way too small. So maybe just go with the 38s. I can wear a belt. some, Some jeans fit 36, some don't. Maybe I'm fat one day and skinny the next. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> that's what I tell myself when I look in the mirror right oh yeah <laughs> thank you dear alright bye alright got to have some jeans I got a prison man my fucking clothes are just here and there all mismatched and shit like <laughs> but what was cool was I went I went in right after uh, Christmas of 16. So when I got out, I had all these. I still got tags on a lot of clothes. Oh, shit. Sweet, but they, they're small. Like, because I was, I was pretty strung out <laughs> when I got arrested. <laughs> so I weighed like 170 maybe, which is small for me. Like right now, I'm two, 205. How tall are you? Six foot. That's not too bad. I'm just a big boy. I'm six foot once. Uh, what am I like? 160, 165? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was, dude, I was the same size when I was 12. I just never grew anymore after that. I'm just waiting for my metabolism to slow down, then I'm fucked. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. I was a fat kid my whole life, and then, like, <laughs> I hit 35 and I, I dropped a lot of weight. I, I spent most of my life between 230 and 250. Mm. Big nigga, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Me big nigga. So Doug, we got we got Sean here. He's my co-host. Hey. What's up, Sean? Hey, how's it going? Oh man, I'm cool. <laughs> hey, it's good to hear. You just went and smoked me a joint, so I'm ready to rock. All right. <laughs> you know when I break, I really break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean came in and like I don't know where he's at. He's probably getting high again. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh. you're catching on, brother. Man's got to do what man's got to do. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're like, take a 10 minute break. And I was like, I know what you're doing. You don't even have to say it. Yep. Some people go have coffee and a cigarette. I'm smoking a doobie. <laughs> <laughs> so, what uh, are we going to talk about? Music or sports? I don't fucking know. 
you play any kind of instrument? I can play piano and guitar. Oh, I play guitar. That's cool. I fucking suck at guitar. I can only play the bass. Okay. Bro, I've been playing for like 20 years, and I can't get any better than I was fucking 15 years ago. <laughs> it's insane. Like, I... I can't play lead to save my life. I rhythm, dude. I I can play rhythm with the freaking Almond Brothers, but I can't play fucking lead to save my. I can't play Mary Mary had a little fucking lamp. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's like oh a solo. I'm like no. <laughs> On piano, I can play. Piano, I can play Moonlight Sonata, the first movement. Oh, very nice. That just sounds complicated. No, you know what Moonlight Sonata is, don't you? I should. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I've never heard that before. You have heard. Hey, I, Siri. I thought I know what you were talking about, but I don't know what you're talking about. Right, that sounds familiar. Moonlight Sonata. God fucking forbid if I know what it sounds like. Playing Moonlight Sonata. I'm going to play this shit for you real quick, just so that way you can know it. Okay. Can you hear that? Yep. It's kind of making me want to stab myself in the eye with a What? It kind of makes me want to stab myself in the eye with a pen. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's classical music. I. I... <laughs> I learned that right after I, I found out my two-year girlfriend was cheating on me. I, I played that. Shouldn't have just killed her. I was thinking I'm about like it. I've been saying clown posse and trying to go kill her. <laughs> Did you hear Sean say that? Who? What did he say? He said I should go kill her. And then oh, you yeah, said it. Yeah. <laughs> go play some insane clown posse and plot on killing her. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> I spent like three or five grand on that bitch. As soon as I figured out, I was like, I ain't even going to give you the common courtesy to break up with you in person. Get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> I literally texted her. I said, we're done. She was like, what? I was like, I know you cheated, bitch. We're done. Yep. That's a wrap after one of them. I remember when I was in high school, I broke up with this chick and I took the cordless phone and I put it right down in the toilet bowl and I flushed it. <laughs> I said, that's you. I'm that's you. <laughs> she didn't get it. She called me back. She's like, what's that all about? <laughs> I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, well, some people don't find my humor. Whatever. <laughs> you ever, this is off topic. Have you ever heard about, you know, like, do you know what a spinner is? A spinner? Yeah. No. It's when you get yourself a nice big dude, you know, like kind of a, a muscle dummy kind of guy. Yeah. And you get your, okay, so another, another, here's your materials list, right? You need a big muscle dummy dude. You need a midget, <laughs> about a gallon of Vaseline, a rope, and a really fast runner or a pickup truck. What in the hell you got going on? So you, you lay the, you lay the beefy dude down. You grease up the midget with as much Vaseline as possible and you pack some Vaseline into his ass. Why and is it two guys? Just, just. Hear me out here. Oh, man, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Right, then you, you set the midget on top of the other dude's dick, and you wrap the rope around him, and yet you tell the midget, you say, hold on tight. 
And it means two things. It means he's supposed to pucker his asshole real tight. He's supposed to hold on to the rope real tight. So he's got to hold on to two things. He's got to multitask, walk and shoot down at the same time, right? Right. <laughs> Wrap the rope around this fucking midget and you tie it to the, tail, uh, the trailer hitch of a pickup or, you know, whoever's, whatever's pulling it. And then yeah. you fucking gas it and that midget just spins like a top. Oh, my God. And you just see now, how long you can get him to go after the rope is it, like, gone. <laughs> Tell me you didn't come up with that on your own. No, my dad told me that. Tell me I he didn't know. come up with that on his own. <laughs> well, I don't think my dad could. Was he's he a, the beef guy? Well, he's a pretty fat dude. I don't think <laughs> I don't think a midget would spin. Knees would get in the way. Oh, I love midgets. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm fascinated by midgets. They're angry little creatures. <laughs> I got a buddy. He swears he's like, if I win a lottery, I'm gonna buy like a hundred midgets, <laughs> and I'm gonna buy an Olympic-sized swimming pool and some one like directional fucking uh, plexiglass so I could watch them on one side. They can't see me, but I just watch them all day. And sort cocaine out of their ass cracks. I'm like, bro, you got issues. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's like, if you go to some like big cities, you can probably like rent midgets for services. Oh, you absolutely. Oh, they got midgets at strip clubs, man. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Oh, you like get on fire. What are you going to do besides become an entertainer? <laughs> exactly. Make a lot of money. <laughs> oh, midgets rock. Oh, midget porn. Good lord. <laughs> There's endless opportunities there. <laughs> Midges makes it for a good 69, and I tell you, they're the perfect height. Oh, man, you can do all kinds of stuff with them. Just throw her on top and just, you you working. You only weigh like 35 pounds. Like, do whatever you got to do. <laughs> she ain't going to fucking sit on you. She just got to stand over you. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I got to find me one. I'm, I'm going to put out some kind of newsletter or something to the world and let them all know that I'm looking for a midget. <laughs> Take an I got like $37, bitches. Who's got one? <laughs> <laughs> Just go look at Wayfair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> they got caught doing that shit again. Wayfair <laughs> selling midgets? No, selling kids. Same thing. Oh, I guess it is. That's a, that's a big difference. A midget and a kid. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, here we're sitting here seriously talking about buying and selling people, so that's not good. <laughs> change, the topic, change the topic, damn it! Even though they're a midget, they're still people. <laughs> Where's their rights at? Midget rights. We'll just buy and sell women. Good idea. <laughs> Remember these balls are thin. Oh my god! Must have to smoke another joint after this. <laughs> That's off the chain. Uh. <laughs> Man, what fascinates you? I like midgets. What do you like? <laughs> <laughs> just imagine you're having a conversation with some stranger and you're just sitting there and you're like, they just turn and they look at you in the eyes and you're just like, I hey, like yo, what do you think of midgets? No, it's right. Just, I like That's midgets. a perfect conversation starter. Shit, why do you think I brought up the spinner? <laughs> I went out a business car with it. Like, I'm looking for him. Here's my number. <laughs> oh, and it's got like midgets on the card and everything. I'm going to do that. Just freak people out. I really want to see a midget in a monster truck.
No, scratch it. I just want to watch him try to get into a monster truck. Oh, dude, you just pick him up and throw him. Why aren't there any, like, TV shows of just midgets trying to do things and then not being able to do, like, ordinary human things? I'd watch that every day. No doubt. No, I'm calling a network. We're getting, <laughs> We're getting this going on. I'm telling you. There's, they got, like, Little People World or something like that. There's shows. Oh, yeah, they do. They do have a show. It's like a reality TV show with, like, midgets. See, this is what my podcast normally consists of. This is what I do. Well, shit, then make it your podcast. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, this is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just let it fly. I got another one going on tonight at 7. Oh, uh, shit. I got two guys coming on. A white dude and a black dude. The white dude actually... Uh, produces and manages uh up and coming hip hop artists. Oh damn. So we're gonna discuss the state of hip hop tonight. Um I got a bunch of questions on that. So just ask him what he thinks of midgets. If he doesn't I'm going to. I'm like, do you have a midget artist? Because if not, we need to get you one right now. <laughs> Sign <laughs> I want a percentage because you're gonna blow up. <laughs> it's just getting big. Someone call Pornhub. I want to get my spinner <laughs> idea out there. Dude, don't, don't think I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never specified what kind of what kind of artist he's looking for. <laughs> you mean for midgets? All right, just in general. Anything to do with the midget. Right. White, black, fucking man, woman. It doesn't matter. I just want a midget. I mean, the, the woman I could smash out with, but the dude, I mean, we could, you know, play football, kind of. <laughs> You can do football, that's for sure. I could dress him up like Super Mario and you oh, know, yeah. play my bike. You could play midget darts with him. <laughs> get get you like a, a a scaled up like dartboard, and then have like the dartboard be the soft side of the Velcro, and then yeah. put the midget in like a bunch of like the, the the hard stuff, and you just fucking throw them at the dartboard. Just chucking midgets all day. That's a workout right there. You can get buff. Oh yeah. <laughs> Midget will learn how to take a beating. He's gonna have to get some fucking insurance. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Midget toss. Uh oh, I got the mailman pulling up. I bet he's got a package for me. If it's a chick, I got a package for her. Oh. <laughs> Come on over here, you mail delivering slut. Just walk on over and give him a good old honk. Right? Oh. Okay, they're just pulling out without giving me anything. Must have heard me. (laughs) (laughs) No, come back when he's not. Chicken shit. (laughs) (laughs) Grow a pair. (laughs) If he was a real homie, he would have gotten out. That's it, man. Give me a piece of mail. Something. Get lucky. Shit, shit, don't even matter if it's yours. He's like, packing the mail. It's gone. He gave it to Doug. We got some extra mail. You want it? Yeah. Yeah, there could be a check in there, some fucking, you know, birthday money or shit. You may even get some, you might get some ballots. There you go. Ballots. They just chuck them wherever now. They found so many of them in the dumpster in Wisconsin. That's should... all Trump. <laughs> I'm gonna balance it out. I'm gonna go sit in that ballot drop by the courthouse. Grab all. <laughs> I'm gonna go inside climb. of it gonna grab all the biden votes and i'm gonna set them on fire just watch you go (laughs) yeah that's their big thing why are they leaving evidence 
I just want to see you trying to get in that ballot box. <laughs> <laughs> Man's got to do contortionism is an art. Yeah. I've ever shown you how I can lick my own elbow? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You know you're really skilled if you can lick your own titty. Lick your, your own titty? Yeah, yeah, you got big titties. Yeah, you got big titties. Yeah, you Like, shit. You're really skilled if you can suck your own dick. I know someone that can do that. He just joins his hips or whatever. I've never seen him do it, but I know that he can because he proves that his mouth can get down there. I'm about to send you a picture you're going to love. Please do. <laughs> I have a whole bunch of fucked up pictures. I, I know you love them. I have no morals, bro. Go ahead. Shit, where's it at? <laughs> On your phone, my man. I have a you don't shit- want to start this, bro, because I'll send you some stuff back, too, and you'll be like, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. Right now. <laughs> I can't unsee this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't dance with the devil anymore. It's bad. Well, that's the first one I'll send. It's not the one. Oh, there it is. Oh, man, I gotta get my phone. I gotta see this. Hold on. No, 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 no. I'm outside smoking a cigarette. So I to walk in. All right. iPhone, tell me what we got here. You got some nasty shit for me, bro? Kind of. Mike is a nasty dude. I like you even more now. All right. Oh, I'm a clean boy. Let's see here. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I talk about it, and you're living it. This motherfucker. That ain't me. I'm are you sure? Hello. <laughs> and people are just watching. The guy in front, like the one in the front, he's, he's mouth wide open. He's like. <laughs> he loved Logan. Dude's got the biggest nuts ever. He's got like one giant nut sitting out. That's crazy. He does got a pretty big. He's like Uninut. At least his hands cover most of it, man. So I have to see his wiener. Yeah, it's kind of gay if you look at it. <laughs> it, it, it I don't see any women at this bar. There's no cell men. Uh oh. <laughs> what are you looking up, bro? <laughs> I just saw the other picture you sent me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know Beats by Dre? Too good. That's too good. <laughs> now what you send me, dog? I got to see. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's just I, could probably, I could literally sit here and make you laugh for over an hour. Uh, please do. Because <laughs> you realize, like, you're making me laugh now. Somebody's going to catch these down the line for me, too. So you're just bringing joy to everybody. <laughs> so cool. Nice. I don't understand laughing. When you try to sneak into your girlfriend's oh, room I at night, but you actually part. go in her okay. brother's room. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot about this one. <laughs> oh, oh, what the hell? Don't forget to read the top part. <laughs> That's crazy and two boys fucking. That's oh, crazy. God. <sighs> yeah, the filter needs to go back on to calm down. <laughs> Sometimes, dude, like I'm, I'm just as surprised as you are. This kind of shit that comes out of my mouth, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of crazy. 
I actually deleted all my wild stuff last night. I think I did. Sure. I ran out of space on my freaking iPhone, so I had to free some shit up. So I had to delete like a thousand fucking pictures, and I had like 110 videos that I see. I get real fucking stoned, and I start making videos and just rant and rave and talk. Basically, this right here, and post it. You got to check out my YouTube site, dude. It's a trip. I got some funny shit on there. It's uh, du- oh, yeah, Dougie Fresh 420. Check it out. I got videos for days. I mean, Jesus Christ. You on Wi-Fi? Right now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I have to be with my iPad. I don't have a description. This is literally all beans. It's really what? What's about to send is literally just only beans. Fire away, Peppa. There she is. Jesus, there's a lot of them. It's all fucking beans, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Alright. So there's a point to this, right? Oh my god. That's a cake? <laughs> <laughs> a pizza, but everything is crust except the crust. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we will send the police over with brain flamethrowers. <laughs> oh my god. That's funny. Oh my god. Jesus, they use beans for everything. They've got a syringe, <laughs> man. Somebody's shooting up beans. Oh, that's just crazy. My favorite is probably the vaped beans. The vaped beans? Oh, there, I just hit it. Right. Oh, my. The, the vaped beans or the bong vaped beans? beans so now. Oh, the bong. They filled that thing all the way up. At least they use bushes. <laughs> the light bulb. <laughs> the gun. <laughs> It's like an AR-15, the mag's full of beans. Somebody really likes beans. Yeah, oh, that's, gee, that's... It's about to be my... a wild night, and he's got a, a the Cars, mo- Cars 2 movie and a fucking pan full of beans. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get arrested in that, boy. <laughs> Calm that down. Oh, they got the lava uh-huh. lamp with beans in it. A tampon with beans in it. For God's sake. When I think I've seen everything, and you just go send me beans. <laughs> you just go send me beans. Beans in the mouth of you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is there, like, a decent live music scene down there in, in Kansas? Or, well, I'm sure not for coronavirus, but. Uh, The Power and Light District in Kansas City. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Lawrence has got some stuff too. Yeah, Wichita and Lawrence does some stuff too. Yeah, the bigger the bigger campuses will have more of a music scene, I guess. But now, like, are you a freshman? Oh, so you wouldn't yeah, even man. know, really. Stupid mm-hmm. COVID. I probably won't ever know, Why honestly. Depends on who gets elected. <laughs> so you're saying if oh, Biden gets elected, on. you're just not going to the bars no more? You're not going to watch music? No, Biden gets elected. Everything goes back to normal. Normal. What do you mean? If Biden gets elected, they're locking us down. If if Biden gets elected, he's going to try and make the country think that he solved COVID. Therefore, he's going to let people go back to their normal lives. If Trump gets elected, they're going to keep pushing this COVID shit to make it look like Trump is failing. I think it's the opposite of that. Like, Biden wants to shut shit down. 
Because if they shut shit down, then everybody's going to be relying on the government. Socialism. <clears throat> Socialism. You know, he Biden said he's like, yeah. I mean, it could it could go both ways. I I could definitely see both right. ways happening. I mean, once we get the vaccine, man, it shouldn't even be an issue anymore. Oh fuck, we got a vaccine for the flu and it still kills hundreds of thousands. Also of people true. In the world. I'm not getting true. that damn thing. I'm cool. I don't even get a flu no, vaccine. No, no. Yeah, government's not filling me full. Oh, I don't know what they got in there, man. And you got Bill Gates trying to run shit, and they're all about population control. That shit freaks me out. <laughs> like, listen, man, for real. Like, COVID was introduced into fucking nursing homes and prisons. I don't care who you are. I mean, I don't care what you tell me. I believe that firmly. It was an experiment, and it was a thing to get rid of old people to not drop our population. And it's a great way to experiment on people that nobody cares about. You throw it in prison. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's where I got it. Motherfucker, I, I got out on the 21st of April. And the 25th, I was deathly ill. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Nobody else around this county had it. It was nuts. And like, listen, this is crazy. In the Pickaway uh, State Penitentiary here in Ohio, there are 2,900 inmates. And 26 of the inmates came down with it. But again, you sleep like twenty inches away from your neighbor, so mm-hmm. it's going to spread. But yeah, I, th- I think they introduce it into into prisons and nursing homes and such. Yeah, but you can call me a kook and a conspiracy theorist, or whatever. I don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I do what I want. Whatever. That's the great thing about being on your own podcast. You get to say whatever the fuck you want. Right. That is a beautiful thing. I can't I can't do this on a radio station. Oh hell no. <laughs> they come in fucking SWAT team and shit. Get him out of here. God damn it, he figured it out. Right. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, we better not publish this episode. <laughs> Oh, fuck. You're gonna get me. Let's send ice up in this bitch and put me in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, you'll finally get to meet. You'll finally get to meet Biden. Hey, there he is. When he goes to stalk all the kids in the cages. I like bikes. We'll call him the ATF like and they'll set your studio on fire. <laughs> I'm not riding a bike without a helmet, though. I'm scared. Oh, dude, I used to have this. I used to have a sport bike. It was a Yamaha FC6R, zero to sixty in three point one seconds. Oh, you must have pedaled fast. And um, let me pedal fast. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a nice little bike, though. But it topped out about one forty-five, one fifty, depending on you know your grade and like the hill or whatever. Right. And one of my favorite things to do is I would just fucking tear through the gears and then go all the way up to about 145 on the back roads and then I would just coast up 140, 145 just coast for a couple miles Oh, on oh, back roads so you must have some straight ass back roads there in Kansas, what you probably do is flat as hell yeah it? flat as hell, we just yeah. it's literally just big squares, like if you look on Google Maps it's just a bunch of fucking squares in Kansas that's all we are, squares and corn gotcha, yeah I'm in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains so it's very hilly our back roads are 90 degree turns and all kind of wild shit. It's fun to drive drunk on. I'm telling you. 
It's a good time, good time. But yeah, going one forty five. That's a bit. Uh, that's extreme, bud. That was it was a good stress reliever. I bet. Son, I bet. Something about being so close to the opportunity of death, but not hitting it. Sure. Oh, it's a rush, yeah. man. Like no other. I I used to bungee jump a lot. My uh, one of my best friends, his dad owned a bungee jumping company. And uh, they had a crane that had a 180-foot boom on it. And we'd work for them, and we'd set up the jumpers and stuff. And, you know, we'd jump ourselves, make up all kinds of weird shit to do. So that was cool. So I understand adrenaline. You know, I'd skydive and stuff like that. Oh, I've never done that. It's a, good, it's a good rush, man. Like, adrenaline rules. But, like, I, I had a 2012 Camaro. And I put the turbo chip in it and the cold air intake and all that. And it had, like, 695 horsepower. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't go any faster than I think it was one fifty eight, and that's that's enough. And I only did it once. Yes. Like call me a pussy or whatever. I don't care. Like you hit a rock and you're done. Yeah. Like it's on, on four wheels. I will not go over a hundred on four wheels. I think the fastest I've ever been on four wheels is one hundred and twenty. When really? you're going that fast, you are honestly probably safer on a bike as long as the road conditions are good. Like. As long as you can slide, huh? <laughs> no, 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 just as long as, like, there's no potholes or there's no big rocks. Like, rocks, you know, what? Like, if you make the okay sign with your hand, like, rocks that big, your bike just glides over them. Your bike doesn't even really? notice it. Wow. That's crazy. But, as, yeah, as long as you don't hit, like, gravel patches or loose rock or sand or, you know, Other it's people. not really windy or you don't hit any children, you're good. <laughs> what about midgets? Oh, midgets, you just fucking plow right through them. <laughs> there we go. They're too dense to get lift off the ground. See, bro, I won't, I won't <laughs> get a motorcycle. Like, I, I've totaled, like, six cars, man. There's no reason at all for me to be alive. Like, I've escaped somehow. So, for me to put myself on something that has no cage around it, and it's, just, it's, it's not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. We're, we, we're, we're a biker family, so, like, we all have bikes, but... Oh, hell yeah. My parents were like, oh, we don't want you getting a sports bike. You're going to kill yourself. And yeah, Harley or nothing, kid. Yeah, that's why we have Harley Heritages. Yeah, and then yeah. we have a 100th anniversary fat boy, but I got the I got the sport bike. And like, you're going to kill yourself. And I'm like, bitch, I'm still breathing, ain't I? Right. <laughs> I might not have my left arm anymore, but I'm good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any kidneys. <laughs> I shit in my diaper and somebody has to feed me, but by God, I can ride that bike. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy. Uh, Fuck, man. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to suck some air to circulate in here. Does it, does it look foggy in here? Foggy? Oh, I can't really tell. <clears throat> it's still cold in Kansas. Oh, hell yeah. It's snowing right now. Are you shitting me? Yeah, it's snowing, dog. Snow falling right outside. Wow. What's your elevation? Uh, you're not high up. You're right? above sea level, isn't it? Yeah, we're not that Real high. Up. It's just oh. it's just cold in the Midwest right now. That's crazy. It's cold here, but like it's it's like forty five. <laughs> but that's cold. It was 70, 77 it like two days ago. Yeah, was, we had a day here not too long ago. It was pretty goddamn warm. Bro, all the leaves are falling, man. Oh, it's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> I've mulched my yard like four times already, and it's only been like a week, ten days. I don't know, at least it gives you something to do. 
Uh-huh. At least it gives you something to do. It does, man. I put I put my music on and jam, and I'll be I'll be mowing and singing or rapping or whatever. You know what I mean? Just getting it. Mm. Neighbors are like, "What's going on, with that guy?" They they already know. Yeah, I already know. Four in the morning, I'm doing crazy shit. I got put spotlights on my house so I could go outside and you know do stuff at night. (laughs) (laughs) Run RC cars or whatever I want to do. No, you want to play cornhole? Let's go outside. It's dark, man. I lit that bitch up. (laughs) I lit that bitch up. I got like seven thousand watts out there. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go play some motherfucking cornhole. All my neighbors keep their kids. <laughs> no, you're not going over there. <laughs> Leave that man alone. <laughs> Mom, can I go play cornhole with the neighbor? It's three in the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It used to be like I'd take my RC cars and I'd, I'd tie it up to a wagon and I'd drag this little girl all around the neighborhood and she'd love it. Now, no way. No way. Well, it was a very bad experience. Listen, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Um, I've been getting pulled over a good bit by the cops. They're a very small town. Mm. And uh, my buddy calls me up, my best friend, and he was in need of some painkillers. So I was mighty glad to oblige. So I take off, and immediately a cop gets behind me. I'm like, son of a bitch. And I had, I had 11 Perk 10s, uh, 10 Vicodin 10s, 7 Xanax bars, and like 8 Adderall 30s. Shit. Well, I figure if I ate them right away, I could puke them up after he lets me go. That's a good plan. Huh. Well, <laughs> he fucking decides that he wants to call the dog and search my car. Well, it takes the dog about 45 minutes to get there. <laughs> oh, shit. So by that time, I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, I don't know. I mean, literally, I was fucked off bad and thinking I'm going to die. Um, they put me in the back of the cruiser while they take the dog around. And one of the, one of the cops, uh, he's the task force member. He jumps in the back seat with me and starts talking. And I, before I knew he was a police officer, I'd done a lot of cocaine with this guy. Uh, we partied together. And so he's chatting me up and I know him, he knows me. And I have no idea what we talked about. I literally could have snitched on the president for all I know. I have no idea. <laughs> but I, he was asking me about my K2 business. I do kind of remember that, but that's, that's it. Mm. Um, they ended up finding the joint, the whole thing. They found one doobie wrapped in a camouflage paper. Like I've never seen a camouflage paper in my life, but they found one like possession charge. No big deal, but they let me go. And, uh, and I don't know why, (laughs) but I do remember coming to, and I'm in the left turn lane on the major road in the town. And this guy's tapping me on my shoulder, waking me up and I freak out and I take off the Camaro. And uh, that's the last thing I remember. And uh, so I end up, I wake up the next day, and my girlfriend's sitting beside me crying, just bawling, thinks I'm dead. You know, why didn't you call an ambulance? You know, she's not real smart. Um, but it turns out that I pulled into my driveway, and it's like, it's enough for like three cars. Mm-hmm. And I pull in diagonally with the car face in the woods. And for like four and a half hours, I sat there with the car running. The car's in drive, but my foot was on the brake the whole time. Like, that, that's how I ended up. And she had to go get my neighbor, who's the father of that, that girl I was telling you about, mm-hmm. to get me in the house. And that's why I'm not allowed to, you know, drag around the uh, the neighborhood anymore with the RC car. Like, they don't let me, you know, hang out with their kid. <laughs> what, do they think you're going to load up their little daughter with a bunch of fucking perks and Vicodin? 
I mean, I can only imagine the shape I was in, bro. Like, <laughs> drooling on myself, man. I, don't know, I probably shit everywhere. It's hard to tell. Like, I was <laughs> think about all those pills. It's a lot. If I wouldn't have taken the Adderall with it, I would have died. That's the only thing that would have kept my heart going. Adderall is a scary fucking thing. Adderall is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I used to eat those things like by the handful. But now they're very, very expensive. <laughs> no, I literally, back when I had all the money I had, I used to buy like seven or eight different people's scripts every month. That's like a thousand pills. Jesus Christ. And I go through them. I'd take three Adderall 30s every three hours. I'd just eat them. Like, without fail. I didn't sleep for like two and a half, three years. Never slept in my bed one time. Yeah, that's productive. <laughs> but I, I, I built a multi-million dollar business on it. <laughs> the big reason I did. Imagine you're somewhere between that shit crazy and unconsciously living pretty much pretty much I, I, when i'd sleep i'd fall out for about three hours my body would just give up mm. you know um i'd be driving <laughs> a couple of different times at like three in the morning i'd be coming home from walmart because my favorite thing to do is go to walmart in the middle of the night but i'd always fall asleep driving and i'd, I'd pull to the right and i'd 